0: Hello everyone and welcome to Van Chicago Land Stories the Podcast Episode 22. I'm your host P Costanis and this program is brought to you by Just Pants and here is a commercial from nineteen seventy eight. okay and we are back i hope you enjoyed that commercial from just pants uh what a what a memory about just pants uh that store was uh all over the chicago area i remember um the first place the first place of just just pants was at fort city shopping center on the southwest side where i used to where my old neighborhood was uh, it was located downstairs at peacock alley and uh, a person from my Fort, um classics classic Fort city group provided the photo and uh, I forgot who who did that but it was it was beautiful and I posted that and everyone remembered the store very well and uh, so you bought all kinds of jeans <clears throat> excuse me and you uh, also, uh there were other there were brands like Levi's uh Jordache, Bonjour, uh Sassoon. uh also Lee and uh the other one's Wrangler. So I mostly I bought uh Levi's and uh Wrangler and Lee uh and uh, the there were there were other locations in the in Chicago, I think there was one on Ohio Street, and uh, probably in all the malls. And they were all over Chicago. Uh, started about uh, in the late '70s, and then it clo- the last store closed in 1998. And uh, it was uh, that's a shame, but it, it was a big hit during the disco era. As if you can find the, the commercial I just played, you can find it on YouTube. And just uh, enter it in the search engine, you could find it. Okay. I'll talk about another f- uh, few things. Uh, let's see. The, the next thing I will talk about is uh, an actor who passed away this week. Uh, it was Charles Grodin, and he was a very famous actor, also a uh, comedian, author, and, and uh, t- television ch- talk show host. Excuse me. <laughs> And he was in a lot of movies, a lot, a lot of movies. And what a wonderful man he was. And uh, I could I could read his credits. Uh, he did, first he did a lot of uh, television. No, excuse me. Yeah, he uh, he started in films earlier and then like a few bit parts. And then uh, he started on TV uh, probably in the late 50s. You know, he was very young and uh, – Let's see, Uh, he did, uh, he played in a lot of westerns in the 60s. And then uh, the first time I didn't notice this, one of his uh, was I surprised that he was in the movie Rosemary's Baby. And uh, I watched Rosemary's Baby one time on the Channel 2, the late movie on WBBM Channel 2. And uh, I noticed. A man there, and uh, he looked very familiar, and it was Charles Grodin, and he played uh, he played a doctor, he played an obstetrician. I think he was an obstetrician. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Uh, that movie still scares me. It's not gory, but it's uh, suspenseful and it's terrifying to watch, especially at the end. And uh, let's see. So the other movies, the, the one movie that uh, I think it's Break through role was the heartbreak kid with Sybil Shepard. And then uh, he started in King Kong, Heaven Can Wait. Uh, he was in Sunburn with Farrah Fawcett. I never seen that movie that came out in 79. Uh, that seemed interesting. And uh, another funny movie was seems like old times with Goldie Hawn and Chevy Chase. And I see it once a long time ago and it was at Fort City Theater. I saw it, and uh, I loved the movie. A lot of people think it was kind of eh, corny and not exciting, but I, I liked it. And I, I, I did. I remember now. I did see it a second time, and it was funnier than the first time. I liked it. And he also played in the Great Muppet Caper, The Woman in Red, uh, a lot of, a lot of movies. And one famous, uh, one movie that he was very famous in. Well, actually, two was Midnight Run with Robert De Niro. Um, I've seen parts of it. Uh, I like to see it again. You know, I like Robert De Niro, but I'm not a huge fan of him. But uh, he is a good actor too. But uh, you know, I'll, I'll have I have an open mind, so I'll watch it again. And uh, not again, but I'll watch the movie in full length. And another. F- the other movie I want to mention, which was very popular, was Beethoven, which I liked. It was funny because the dog is so cute, and he, he was so mischievous, and he he just uh, loses his cool, you know, and very short-tempered, and he he was hilarious. I love I loved that movie. And then he appeared with Johnny Carson and uh, David Letterman, and his interviews were hilarious, and he, he always uh, – with Johnny Carson, always argued with them or just – uh, get his goat and uh, I used to watch J- Charles Grodin on uh, David Letterman during the 80s when I was at DeVry Institute when I went to college and then when I was studying or couldn't sleep I'd turn on the TV in my room and I watched David Letterman and Charles Grodin was there and he was a delight he really was and it's a shame he passed away and he was 86 years old and his uh, movie and TV credits will live on forever Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, was a menu I posted on my pay, on my fan of Chicago and, uh Facebook page. It was a restaurant called the Hasty Tasty Restaurant. A lot of people don't remember it. It was very obscure, but uh, from the comments I got from my post, they do remember it, and uh, the place had two locations. One was at the right here was at the plaza hotel and it was located at north avenue and clark street and it was in the dining room located in the dining room coffee shop and it was the hasty tasty restaurant the other location was in oak park and that was located at uh, i'll get the address 130 north marion uh I don't have pictures of the restaurant. I wish I did. That would have been very cool. And, but I have a menu up right here and, uh, it's, uh, a it like the, the usual, uh, diner menu, which we used to see in the fifties and sixties and the seventies, you know, for example, olive burger, just like a Peter Pan. And they also had the, uh, hasty tasty burger. And, uh, so they had uh they also had uh hot dogs uh barbecue beef uh they had pies oh wonderful pies cakes and uh oh of course and uh they had something called boston so boston sodas i guess it's uh, ice cream sodas i guess and uh I guess it. I guess that's what it's called. I'm not sure. Someone could tell me that. And then they also have a, uh, a list of the hasty tasty sandwiches. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And uh, so uh, I wish I went to this place. It sounded wonderful. Uh, just like the you know diners today and restaurants, uh, they're still around. I still go to them, but uh, they're not as prominent. I guess because people are health conscious. But you know, if you go to a healthy store. Excuse me, not a healthy start, like a healthy restaurant, you know, they served uh organic and soy and and if you're on a keto diet, that's nice, it's wonderful for your health, but you know, you you starve yourself and most of the food's not tasty. So you do what you can. You know, I do I do my best to cut down as well. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about is uh A TV show that a lot of people have remembered when they were growing up, and it was called The Magic Door. And uh, right now I will play a little clip that is the intro of the show, and and I hope you enjoy it. So here we go. Well, I'm glad you liked that introduction. Um, You know, I remember watching the show uh, on Sunday mornings. And uh, it was on, let's see, every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. on Channel 2 WBBM-TV. Now uh, here's a little history of the show. Uh it was a Jewish educational television series uh, which I had no idea it was cuz uh when you are a kid, you know, I didn't notice it was Jewish, you know. I thought it was just an ordinary uh kid show with animation and puppets and uh it was uh it was fun to watch, but then I uh I had to go to church uh of course like everyone else on Sunday. And uh, I just caught a glimpse of it, and maybe about maybe five minutes of it. I never watched the entire show. I never had a chance to. I wish I did. Uh, luckily, on YouTube there is a full episode, and you can find it there. And uh, the Magic Door had two theme songs, and the first one was a Room Zoom Zoom, and the other, and that was based on a children's song, a Ram Sam Sam. And the second one was was set to a melody from Beethoven's Pastor Symphony Number Six. That's interesting. So, um, so it's funny. So uh, the the room zoom zoom things on going like this. Ah, room zoom zoom, zoom. Ah, room zoom, zoom zoom, gilly 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 gilly, ah sa sa. Come through the magic door with me. Just say these words and wondrous things will see. I like that. That's, I love that song. I and mean, you can't get it out of your head, just like most theme, theme songs like that. Uh, there was a follow up series. It was called The Beyond the Magic Door, which I wasn't familiar with that. And, uh, that was sort of a sequel. And, uh, The interesting thing about the second one, uh, the voice of Homer Simpson, the actor, was Dan Castellaneta, and he was uh, on the show, which I never knew. And uh, there's an interview on YouTube, and you can catch it, and he will explain. And uh, I don't know how long that lasted. So uh, not very long, not very long. So, the show started in January 1st, 1962, and ended on January 1st, 1982. It's 20 years exactly. And uh, the characters of the show, I will tell you right now, is. uh, Let's see. So, the. Yeah. So, the characters I have. So, we have a person who. Produced the show. Her name was Temi Gilbert, and uh, she was a very uh, talented lady. And uh, and uh, it, the 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 goal of the show is to te- it was to teach without preaching. So it was it was focused on Jewish culture. I find it very fascinating about Jewish culture. You know, uh, later on in life, I read about it, and uh, I met people, and they tell me about their culture, the customs. Uh, Where they go to temple, the foods they eat, and uh, the holidays they celebrate, like for example, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And uh, let's see. So, it was produced by the Chicago Board of Rabbis. That might might have been interesting. That's interesting. So you have them, uh, you know, discuss like that. The it was set in a town called Turville. And the main characters of the show included a person named Tiny Tov, and he he, pe- he appeared like an elf, you know. And his cousin was Tina Tova, and they lived in a house made out of acorn. And the entrance to the house was the magic door. And before uh, they w- they would sing, they would enter his house and sing room, "Zoom Zoom Zoom Zoom." Which, uh, that was the fun part. And then there were puppet characters in the show. Uh, i read them off to you. Uh, there was Booby Beaver, Icky Witch, Rabbi and Mrs. Mora, Dee Dee, Max the Mailbox, Rumpelmeyer, Dragon, Bunny Rabbit, Buddy, Worthington Warlock, Scrunch, and also uh, characters, human characters that appear. And it, uh, according to the, According to all the characters, all the characters were Jew- Jewish except Reverend Raymond, from from a town called Chapeltown. So, um, the plot of the show: they would uh, Tiny Top would travel back, travel back in biblical times, riding his magic feather. I've never seen that. I'd love to see that. And he would uh, say uh, like an incantation. He would or he would say LF bet give me hey magic feather move away oh that was fun and also they would do there would be a Hebrew word for the day and they would uh sounded like sesame street they would do like uh, they do the num- uh, do a letter of the show or a number and uh, they would explain the you know they would have a lesson they would explain um, the discussing Jewish traditions. And uh they and then episode they would do when they do the the Hebrew lesson, they step through the eleph elf bet. That would be the Hebrew al- alphabet, which is nice, you know. Uh the character of Tiny Tov it was created by Irv Kaplan. And then uh and the person who played Tina Tova, her the actor the actress was Fran uh Fran moss i think her maiden name was Yudisky. so yeah probably Fran Yudisky. so there were three tiny toves. so um and then there was uh the second one was he was an actor and his name was jerry lobe uh, i'm sorry he was the first one so yeah so he was the first one the first actor it was jerry lobe second one was uh charles Gerber. And the third one was played by Rabbi Joe Black. So there were three of them. You know, I don't know if kids noticed that. So, you know, so when I posted the um, screenshots of the show, and uh, a long time ago I posted a certificate. I found a certificate that you became a citizen of the Toraville. And, uh, let's see. Oh, there was one more character. Her name was Granny Groovy. And, uh, the, some of the locations in Torreville was the Sail Sea, Holiday Hill, the Friendly Forest, Dig and Tell, and also the Torreville Town Square, which was, uh, great. And, uh, they had the pledge on this, on the certificate, and it says, "As a citizen of Torreville, I promise to be considerate of everyone, to be helpful at all times, and to respect and carry out the laws of God's Torah and Bible, my country and my community." Oh, it's a beautiful saying, and it rings true. You know, so that was a fascinating show. Uh, it's a shame, you know, we don't have children shows like that. Like for example, we don't have Bulls of Circus*, or *Garfield Goose*. Uh, can't think of. Uh, what else? Ray Rayner, and also BJ and the Dirty Dragon. We missed those local kid shows today. Now we all have news. I mean, kids don't want don't want to watch the news. They're bored with that. So, but TV has changed. Okay, so that'll be all for today. Uh, for for episode twenty two, uh, I'm glad you joined me, and this is Fantasy Chicago Land Stories, the podcast, and uh, hopefully I will. Uh, do another episode uh, probably maybe tomorrow maybe sunday we'll see so this is pika san is your host and bye-bye now for me and now take it away ray rayner we have to go bye bye bye